morning. Good morning. Happy, what holiday is this? Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Sonny and Cher came to you in the <laughs> 70s, sitting on the dock oh, of the bay. Jesus. And Jimmy and Vicky are coming to you in the <laughs> 2020s, sitting on the back of the porch. We, uh, at Celebration Church, we're reading through the Gospel of John, and we read John chapter 5 today. So Vicky naturally gets up earlier than me, and she had been reading through John 5. And then I got up and went to my office and stumbled in there and had a cup of coffee and took a couple of uppers. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. Read John chapter 5, and I came back and said, did you read John chapter 5? She goes, yeah. And then long story short, I said, we're going to do a video together today. So we're going to do a video together today. Uh, hopefully it'll be a, an encouragement to you. Uh, so John chapter 5, um, John chapter 5, I'm just going to read a few verses. <coughs> it says, Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people lay on the porches. This is an awesome story. Mm -hmm. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. Hey, Mimo. When Jesus saw him and knew he'd been sick for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the man replied, for I have no one to put me into the water when the water bubbles up. So apparently, certain times the water would bubble up in the pool of Bethesda and the first person in the water would be healed. Mm -hmm. This was a man who was paralyzed. Apparently, somehow he got near the water but every time the water would stir and he would try to get the water, somebody always beat him to it. So Jesus said, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. I got God bumps reading that. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. <coughs> so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was healed, now can you imagine this? You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. Can you believe these clowns? I'm sorry, they were religious leaders. But he replied, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing? They demanded. The man didn't know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him. Watch yeah, this. Yeah. Jesus found him first, and then Jesus found him last. Found him in the temple and said to him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something else worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. Now, I haven't even gotten through the rest of the Gospel of John chapter 5 today. I don't know if you did, baby, but I haven't even gotten rest, uh, past that. So I'm reading that story. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Like you go, man, you say that every day. Yeah, like every every day I read something. <laughs> what about you, Lola? I agree. Uh, is that agree. one of your favorite? Don't lie. Don't lie. It is one of my favorites. Okay. But I have many. Okay. Okay. Many, many, many. So I'm just going to share some things, some uh, some lessons that I learned just reading that and jotting down on the fly. And I want to encourage you, as you're reading God's Word, get your little journal, get your little notebook. Uh, Vicki has hers. It's not with her now, but we just write a little journal. And as you're reading on the fly, just jot down. Hey, Krista, just jot down what you see. 
So from John chapter 5, here are a couple of, uh, or a few lessons that kind of leapt out at me. Number one, G uh, Jesus singled this guy out. I think the King James says it was a multitude. Mm -hmm. uh, New Living Translation that I read said that there was a crowd. So can you imagine uh, being part of the crowd, being part of the multitude, however he got to the edge of the water, uh, year by year by year, he'd been lame for 38 years, uh, and Jesus comes by, and out of everybody in the crowd, Jesus singles him out. Um, it's kind of what he did for me. It's kind of what he did for you, Vicky, when it comes to salvation, or he healed me from cancer mm -hmm. one time, and there are like millions of people in the world that have cancer, and yet he singled me out. Reminds me of um, yesterday's reading, John chapter 4. Jesus went out of his way to go through a foreign country because it says he must needs go through Samaria. He went out of his way to a foreign country to meet one woman. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. If you're coming back, listen to this later, whether you're here in America, we have a lot of Philippine friends that will watch the videos, is that Jesus will go out of his way just for you. That's right. So, so lesson number one, Jesus singled him out. Uh, Lily, you jump in when you when you when you see something, okay? okay. Um, lesson number two: Jesus knows everything about you. Yes, he does. Jesus knows everything. That's the theologians call that the omniscience of God. Uh, Psalm one thirty nine mm -hmm. speaks about that. So Jesus walks into the multitude. He walks in amongst the multitude, and he knew this guy was lame. Like he knew everything, but if you read it, like he knew everything about this mm -hmm, guy. Mm -hmm. Jesus knows when the sparrow falls to the ground. Uh, he knows, watch this, good, bad, or ugly. He knows the thoughts that are going through our heads. So sometimes that comforts me to know, you know, when I'm having a hard day, when I'm having a difficult time, when I have uh, unbelief coming into my head or fear tries to grab mm -hmm. me or whatever, it comforts me to know that, that Jesus is aware of everything in my life. Good morning, Jane. He's aware of everything in my life. Then sometimes it's not so comforting when I got those bad thoughts, you know, and somebody runs out in front of me in traffic, and if the grand girls aren't with me, I might say, you idiot, or something like that. Like, Jesus knows that. So, so Jesus comes in this crowd of people. He singles this guy out, and he knows everything about him. You know what I like? Jesus knows everything about us, but he always meets us right where we are, just like this guy. Yeah, so so he, he met the woman at the well where she was. She came mm -hmm. looking for water. Mm -hmm. He met her there and gave her water, but then he gave her living water. Yes. So he meets this guy um, right where he is. Lesson number three, there's only 48, just kidding. <laughs> Lesson number three, um, have a desire to get better. Mm. We all probably need to get better in some area of our lives. Maybe the way we think, maybe our mental health, maybe physically, maybe emotionally, maybe financially, maybe relationally. There's probably an area or two in all of our lives that we, if we step back and look at it panoramically, we need to get better. Mm -hmm. So Jesus comes up to him and he goes, uh, hey, well, he didn't say, hey, that's my paraphrase. Hey, do you want to get better? And I used to think that, that he really didn't answer the question. I used to think that, okay, Jesus said, hey, do you want to get better? And he goes, nobody can get me down to the pool. So, Vicky, until this morning, I used to think, well, this guy didn't answer the question. Jesus said, do you want to get better? And that's a question I ask people from time to time that are like in, you know, they're taking a deep dive slide over here toward me, Lola. 
They've taken a deep dive and go, hey, dude, do you want to get better? And you've heard the old saying, you can't help someone that doesn't want to help himself or herself. And so I used to think, well, the guy didn't answer the question. And then today I was reading it and I went, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, do you want to get better? He did want to get better because somehow every year he got down as close as he could to the mm -hmm. pool. If he didn't want to get better, he wouldn't even go near the pool. Right. So I'm right. going, bam. Yeah, he wanted to get better. <laughs> so Jesus goes, do you do you want to, mm -hmm. do you have a desire to get better? Lesson number four, put yourself in a position to get better. And that's what mm -hmm. this guy was doing. Now, he didn't get better for years and years and years. Yeah. But he got in a position right. to get better. And so if you need to get better in an area of your life, put yourself in a position. You go, well, how do I do that? Well, number one, hang around godly, wise people. Mm -hmm. um, if there's an area in your life, just say it's your marriage. Just say you, you want your marriage to get better. Mm -hmm. Well, hang around, if you're a woman, hang around a woman who you see as a, a great example of a godly wife. If you're a man, hang around a guy that's an example of a, of, of a godly of a godly husband or hang around a couple ask them hey man go out to dinner and you know just hang around them a little bit like put yourself in a position if you're struggling financially um, hang around some folks find somebody some Christians that understand the um, the principles of generosity and understand uh, sowing and reaping and understanding the the ethic of hard work going back right. to Genesis, like hang around some folks that are already there. Mm -hmm. Is that right, Lola? That's right. Hey, I just want to interject something. And um, I so agree with what Jimmy's telling you about hanging around these people. Uh, and right now, I think the enemy is trying to tell you, oh, they don't want to hang out with you. Have you ever known a Christian that is living and walking with Jesus to tell someone no when they want to try to get better in certain areas of their life? Never, ever. Yeah, yeah, that's. They're uh, waiting on you to ask them. Yeah, but the key is those that are really following Jesus. That's Because right. we all know there are a lot of people out there that, you know, we're right. Christians and we right. prayed when we were a kid and asked Jesus to come on our heart and save us. Right. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about people that are following Jesus. Right. And that's what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. Sold out. True followers of Jesus yeah. want, it's, it's in our DNA. We yes. want to help each other. Yeah. So, so put yourself in a position. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like find a, a Bible-believing church, mm -hmm. and that's awesome. And you should find some folks there that are followers right. you. But find somebody that you see. First uh, Corinthians says a companion. No, the proverb says a companion of fools will become a fool, foolish also. Right. Um, and so we become like the people we hang out with. Um, lesson, lesson number five. Just a couple more. Do what Jesus says. Mm -hmm. Just do what Jesus says. So Jesus finds this guy. He knows everything about him. He singles him out amongst everybody in the crowd. He says, hey, do you want to get better? And Jesus knew he wanted to get better because the guy had been getting close but couldn't quite get in the water. For you know, Somebody always beat him there. And um, he put himself in a position to get better. And then Jesus said, hey, he didn't say, hey, rise, stand up, take up your bed. Now that, that took some faith. Stand up, pick up your bed, and walk away from it. Mm -hmm. Walk away from it. Just do what Jesus says. Um, a couple of days ago, three days ago in John chapter 2, remember Mary came when they ran out of wine at the wedding? And um, there were six water pots, six pots they filled them with water. Mary goes to these guys and goes, just, excuse me, just do what he says. Mm -hmm. Just do what he says. And Jesus said, fill them up with water, and he turned the water to wine. Just do what Jesus says. Mm -hmm. 
That's the way to get better. That's right. Well, what's Jesus say? Well, there's a whole, I got my Bible app here. I don't have my old school Bible. There's a whole Bible. There's a whole New Testament filled mm -hmm. of words from Jesus to mm -hmm. us. So just do what Jesus says. And then lesson number six, uh, make sure you are not the cause of your own setbacks. Mm -hmm. You go, what? Remember the end of the story. Remember the end of the story. Jesus finds the guy in the temple. That That is awesome. He found him at the pool. The guy gets healed, makes his way into the temple, and then Jesus still sought him out. And Jesus said, Jesus said, now go and sin no more. Now, now I know there's going to be people hating on me for this. I'm just going to tell you, I think like it is. Every, every sickness, every setback, every bad thing that happens mm -hmm. in your life is not a result of sin. Everyone is not. Mm -hmm. Slide in here closer to me, little baby. <laughs> um, the disciples on the sea went into a storm, and Jesus had plainly told them, go across the sea. Mm -hmm. So they were obedient to Jesus. They were doing what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. They were rowing in the will mm -hmm. of Jesus, and they still went into a storm. Mm -hmm. Job was minding his own business, man, right. the most upright man in the world, and he found himself in a storm. Can y'all say mm -hmm. storm? So every storm, every bad thing that happens to us, every sickness, every illness, every loss of job, every everything is not a result of our sin. However, some are. This scripture indicates this man was going through a hard time because of his sin. That indicates that. Or Jesus would not have said, now go and sin no more. You see what I'm saying? So don't hang up from this. Don't go, who said everything bad? I didn't say that. This scripture seems to indicate that there are times when we get in our own way. Yeah. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day. Uh, I forgot where we were. We were talking, and I made the statement, man, I'm just trying to save you from yourself. And then the thought struck me. Like, yeah, sometimes I need to save myself from my own mm -hmm. self. Like, I just need to get out of my way. Mm -hmm. And for me, most of the time, my setbacks are I'm getting in, Jimmy's getting in Jimmy's way. That's just for me. Mm -hmm. So you got something there, Lola? I got something. Let's switch arms. There All we right, go. Let's switch arms. Okay. Represent next you know, mile the, services One of the today. greatest things I love about the world or, or the Bible is that we can all read the same passage of Scripture, and a lot of times God shows us something different. Um because he gave me something that I really needed today. And I just want to read a couple of verses, verse 43 and 44. I haven't gotten that far. You haven't gotten that far? <laughs> I just couldn't stop. So anyway, um, verse 43 says, I have, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version, I've come in my Father's name and with his power, and you do not receive me. And it goes on in the Amplified. It just um, it gives you a little bit further explanation. It says, because your minds are closed. That's key, okay? Your minds were closed. But if another comes in his own name with no authority or power except his own, you will receive him and give your approval to an imposter. How can you believe in me when you seek and receive glory and approval from one another, and yet you do not seek the glory and approval which comes from the one and only God? Wow. Y'all, this, this, these two verses stopped me in my tracks. I told Jimmy, all morning long, I'm sitting there reading the Word. I said, do you cry when you read the Word? 
you know, just at different times, it just affects me so much and just really shows me the ugliness inside myself that I, you know, I don't want to have. But, you know, we serve a God of a second chance. So anyway, I just want to read something to you that I wrote in my journal about this passage. And I just said, wow, this is the world we live in. Verse 33, Jesus is telling them they don't receive him, listen, because their minds are closed. Yet when someone else comes in and with no authority, listen, they had no authority, mm, no power. Preach, sister, they preach. give their approval to an imposter. God help us. Mm. So I just say, wake up. May our minds be open and ready for all that Jesus has for us. Listen, just like this man laying at the pool, one thing that stuck out to me when God told him what to do, you know what he did? He didn't sit there and ponder it or try to, to make out a spreadsheet to see what was going to work and what wasn't going to work. He immediately did what the Lord told him to do. And I said, may we seek his approval and his alone. Help us to not get caught up in the craziness of this world. But listen, this is key but to focus on Jesus. It's easy to get caught up in all the little stuff that goes on and get diverted. But one thing the Lord showed me um, in my time this morning was I've got to make him first and priority for me. This is Vicki, okay? This may not be you, but for me, when I get up early and the house is quiet and still, I just seem to hear the Lord better. Maybe it's because I don't have anything trying to divert my attention, but I hear him. And uh, so this is how we walk our path that is laid out for us is when we focus on Jesus, not in our strength. Remember, this is nothing that we can do on our own, but in the strength and power that he gives us. So remember, they had they had closed off their minds. And as I was walking out here, I thought my husband's going to think I've lost my mind. But I pulled out this unopened water bottle in the refrigerator. And I'm going to move my phone in case it splatters. It's okay. It's just water. It'll dry. But what am I doing? I am physically taking off the top. I have to be open. I have to open my mind to what Jesus wants. And when I do, I'm Whoa. Gonna pour the Oh, it's gonna be cold. Okay. <laughs> He's got lots that he wants to pour out on us. So that's, that's my awesome. prayer for us today is that we'll take and open up, open up our minds to what God has for us. But listen, we have to be careful because there's a world out there this full of a bunch of junk. Imposters. Yes, imposters. Well said. Uh, you just said it, so I'm just repeating. So, let's let's go for the original, Jesus Christ. So, can I open up and let Jesus pour out on you? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, if that'll make the point, and people uh, are coming to know Jesus, I'll take yeah, water. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I think her two takeaways, and and they all flowed together with mine. I think mm -hmm. is um, don't be closed-minded. Right. Listen to Jesus, not people with no authority. Anybody that tells you something contrary to Jesus has no authority speaking into That's your right. life. Reject it. I don't care if they got pastor in front of their name, apostle, prophet, mm -hmm. evangelist, pastor, mm -hmm. teacher, missionary, mm -hmm. deacon, deaconess, minister, ministeress, psalmist, worship leader, whatever. <laughs> if they're telling you something contrary to Jesus, they're an imposter. Right. I know that's hard, mm -hmm. but it's true. So, so open our minds mm -hmm. and focus on Jesus. Yes. So the guy at the pool of Bethesda had to have an open mind. Yes, he did. Then his focus went to Jesus. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, I know it's been a little bit longer today because my wife here got a little wordy when she was preaching, <laughs> didn't she, huh? Do me a favor. Do me a favor. I see some of you from the Philippines have tuned in. Hey, that's actually good evening to you. You're up late. 
some folks from America watching. Please yeah. do the, um, if these uh, videos are blessing, hit the little thumbs up or the heart emoji or something. Put a comment, put a comment in mm -hmm. um, just so we'll know that they're being a blessing to you. And uh, if you want to join with us, the mm -hmm. Celebration family in Thomasville, uh, we're reading John 5 today. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't read it, you know, you have, you know, it doesn't take, it's a long chapter, but it doesn't take that long. Tomorrow will be John chapter 6. John chapter 6 is loaded, <laughs> loaded. Hey, send me a comment, how good Lola did. Yeah, just how, how good Lola did. And um, have a wonderful, if you're in America, have a wonderful Labor Day. If you're around the world, uh, have a good night's rest before you get out into your Tuesday morning. Blessings.